Thank you for downloading another episode of Movie Issues. My name is Leland. I'm here with my co-host Spooky. Hey, what up? And we are Movie Issues, where we just like to watch good, bad movies, movies. things that make us laugh, and we like to share it with the masses. Hopefully that you laugh too. You just bring bring movies to your attention that you probably forgot about. We don't we don't really dig too deep into that five dollar bin at Walmart, but uh, we we definitely <laughs> bring movies that you at one point were probably aware of. Oh, I dig pretty deep in that five dollar bin. <laughs> well, I mean, for ourselves, sure. You know, we'll, we'll take a risk. <laughs> what you mean? You don't want Billy Zane's The Phantom? Yes. <laughs> but that, always, that, that, time, that. that time cop uh, combo pack, though? Oh, it's like Blood Fist and Time Cop? Yeah. Two movies completely not even the same. They're... For the Jean-Claude Van Damme collection? Yeah. Yeah, Jean-Claude. <laughs> Hard target. <laughs> <laughs> As we like to do, we like to discuss some interesting news about... Hollywood, cinema, life as we know it. Current movie uh, movie topics. Or, you know, movie. Bust out some movie, movie news. Movie drama, I guess. <laughs> it depends on how you look at it. I'm really excited about this. Star Trek 2 is officially shooting. Um, I follow uh, Simon Pegg on Twitter. Yes, he's funny on Twitter. He is. He is very funny. Um, and a couple of times he's he said... Uh, things to the effect of, oh, I can't tell you where I'm going, but I'd get court-martialed or I'd get kicked off the ship if I did. Like, very things... Like, you know he's you know he's in Star Trek. But uh, he's just kind of alluding and just kind of messing around. But it's, it's exciting because, you know, you in your head you're like, oh, today, right now, as I'm doing my shitty job, Simon Pegg is playing Scotty. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean... What I like most about it is they're pretty... I mean, it's just started, so it's not like there's anything too hide at the moment. But, like, when they were shooting some of the cadet scenes, uh-huh. like, Chris Pine apparently had to go outside to you the restroom at one point, and the cameras were just on, yeah. you know? And so they've been learning from that, and, they're you know, they're doing new stuff. I'm excited. I th- You know, no one knows anything about the plot, and I'm yeah. okay with that. Yeah. Um, you know, they Which got... Is essentially, right now, we only know the cast. And again, cool. I, yeah. You know, they, they hired um, Sherlock. What's that cat's name? Oh, from um, the BBC show. The, okay, let me see if I can say this. Cumberbund? It's like a Harry Potter. Harry, it's like a Harry Potter name come to his, life. His last name's it's Cumberbund. Cumberbund. No? It's Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, Cumberbatch. That's. <laughs> yeah. You can't get any more British than I think no, that's that, you know? He won the most British name award. <laughs> But I, I saw the, the dude looks already like an angry Vulcan without probably being, watch oh, him be like a Klingon is, or Do we shit. know if he's a Vulcan? We do not. But he kind of looks like he, one already. He does, <laughs> he does look like a Vulcan. Kind of like when you found out Zachary Quinto was cash, you're like, well, yeah, that could work. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he, he, he looks like a Heartless Vulcan. and emotional motherfucker. <laughs> heartless. That's, that's true. Vulcans aren't heartless. They just emotionally, you know. Void. <laughs> Boy, it's a good word. I thought this was kind of funny. So, this June was supposed to be the um, Warner Brothers big action Jack the Giant Killer. This has been in production for quite a while. I mean, they've been trying to get this off the ground. Finally, Brian Singer, which is kind of, you know, no here, no there if we like him as a director. 
you know, doing this movie, and it got pushed back nine months, not even coming out to like March 2013. Any reason for it? They said something online to the effects of it needs more time for the special effects. Mm. So, you know. I don't know. I mean, like, 2012 was slated to be a huge fairy tale year. Yeah, maybe one less is good. Uh, a couple weeks back, we uh, talked about the Hansel and Gretel movie getting pushed till next year. Yep. So, I mean, that kind of lightens the fairy tale load, spreads it out. You know, across a couple of years. Yeah. I would probably for the best. Yeah, I agree. You know, that's... They replaced it. Rock of Ages is now going to open on the day that Jack the Giant Killer was supposed to open on. So it's not like they're going to be losing any money. No, because that's, that's going to be big. For the people that know of the show and you know what, though, the, you know, like, the Glee crowd, yeah, perhaps. Tom I mean, Cruise, uh, like the cast they have... Uh, like rock music, like that's. The, oh, I think it's going to do relatively well for. I mean, it's not. I don't think it's going to be like. I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's going to be like Chicago, where it's going to get Oscars and shit. But no, like it's it's it probably won't do like critic, you know, fucking acclaim stuff. But essentially, the the fucking music in that movie is like your dad's fucking greatest hit collection or mine. Yeah, or you know. <laughs> Compared to some of the other things I'm looking more forward to, that one's not high up on the list. Yeah, I mean, I don't know of a lot of movies that have really got me very excited. Avengers, Batman, Prometheus. Those are the three that I really want to see. Uh, Wrath of the Titans is kind of up there. Other than that, nothing that I can think of off the top of my head really blowing my skirt up. My buddy saw Wrath of the Titans a couple weeks ago. Yeah? Yeah, he said it was actually okay. Me saw an early test screen. So yeah, could go any either yeah, way. He said it had a lot more action than the first one did, which is good. Mm-hmm. First one kind of had like you know four giant action scenes, but movie didn't really go anywhere for mm-hmm. me personally. I was unaware that this was actually shooting. I had heard that they were going to do another one, but to actually see um, to actually see a photo from the set. A couple days ago, kind of made me like, oh, I guess Riddick is alive and well in some franchise somewhere. So, well, you know, Vin Diesel's got a lot of D and D books to buy, so <laughs> that shit ain't cheap, man. Well, I guess doing Riddick's better than another triple X film. Um, I never saw it. I can't. I can't claim on you that never one. Saw, you never saw any of the Riddick or no. the Triple X? No, I've seen Riddick. I, okay. I, it didn't blow my skirt up any, but I did enjoy it. Yeah. Well, the uh, first... The triple first... X, I'm good. I don't need to see those. <laughs> um, the, the Pitch Black, eh, pretty decent. I like it. I think I like Pitch Black more than I like Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah, the second one slips. I don't know what's going to happen in this one. Um, I know Starbuck is in it. <laughs> What's that chick's real Katie name? Katie Sackhoff. That's right. <laughs> bitch pudding. That's right. She's bitch yeah. pudding. <laughs> Blam. I love me some bitch pudding. Yeah. So she's she's in it. She she uh, announced it on her Twitter. And then like, they're filming. Like, like you said, yeah, that, I know. I mean, that shit's happening a, right a now. picture from the set. Nothing's changed. She still looks unsavory with those glasses, you know. <laughs> hey, no, I'm glad that they're, you know, <clears throat> I have a friend who loves them. He yeah, thinks yeah. they're... I've known a couple people, like, they, they really like the character. Yeah, that's cool. It wasn't my kind of sci-fi flick, but I'm not going to hold anything against it. Yeah. Well, it wasn't for me, but hey, if people like it, yeah, rock and roll. All, all for it. But what should be for me, and I just can't seem to buy into it, 
is the lava fest that is the Resident Evil franchise. We've spoken about this a lot, but it seems to be a reoccurring. Theme. I just, I mean, you saw that trailer a few weeks ago. Yeah, and, and wow, I I saw it, and then you text me. It's like, hey, <laughs> you see the you see the trailer? I'm like, yeah, it looks like it's in another fucking world. Like, I don't know, man. Those movies, the genres are so. Not what they should be. Or. It's 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 super detached from where it started. But essentially, like the the movies have always been kind of like out in the middle of nowhere, small group, like just trying to survive. Now they're in like fucking cities. Oh, now they're in like these little protected cities and shit. Like where were they? Like the last movie, they're trying to find a safe haven. Yeah, they were on a boat at one point. Yeah, they end on a fucking boat and like. Now there's a there was a city the whole time where they could have gone like it, uh, yeah, it, I don't know that could have just been a trailer I don't know I, don't know. It, I feel like I, they like it seemed like they they took like a major city and then like somehow made it safe Who the hell knows I every time I see those trailers it's always the same MTV quick editing that yeah Paul Anderson trailer or, that's how trailers kind of are these days and it just you watch it and it's so funny because it's always the same thing, like a like a beautiful shot of her standing some sort of action pose with a weapon, and she's always just like, my name is Alice. And you're always like, I get it. I get it. You don't know who you are. <sighs> Four movies, you still don't know who you are. Great power comes great responsibility and you shit. Know? And, and then they show Michelle Rodriguez in the trailer, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. Wait, weren't you dead? <laughs> I My favorite was, is I, I don't do this often. I was reading the comments under the trailer <laughs> online, and I don't like to do that because sometimes it just really irritates me. Because the internet like, can be a mean Not mean even so person. much of that, but it was just, just like, huh, well... That's interesting, but someone actually wrote in there. I thought it was so funny. It was like, oh, it's great to see Michelle Rodriguez is back. I feel that her character got a raw deal in the first one. I was like, did she? <laughs> I mean, she, she she went out like a champ. I guess. You know, like she, she was tough to the end, turned, and then died. Eh, it kind of seems like a hero's way out. Did she go out all the way of Vasquez? Did she like kill herself and a bunch of other people and help and save themselves? Okay, no, she didn't go that way. So she, no heroics. Well, like she she helped Alice get out. So you would say that Michelle Rodriguez is not the new Vasquez of film. No, <laughs> there's only one Vasquez. That's true, <laughs> as there always should be. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love Vasquez. <laughs> She had some great lines with the aliens. <laughs> she is pretty, pretty worth watching. Yeah, it's amazing. Fuck you, man. That's all I needed. That was good. Look, man. I only need to know one thing: where they are. Joe Vasquez, kick ass. Anytime, anywhere. Man. Right, right. So this week, who's your pick? Yeah. I was hesitant at best. I really had to kind of push you on this movie. Which is weird. Because I'm pretty well down to watch anything. To a point. You 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 say that, but then sometimes I throw out these movies and you're like, fuck you, I'm not watching that. <laughs> I guess even... Like, I can't do that again. I guess there's even a bullshit limit to me. Yeah. But, you know... 
We watched Howard the Duck. Infamous Howard the Duck. 1986's Howard the Duck. Yep. That happened. I'll be honest. I probably have not watched this movie since probably junior high. <laughs> so I'm looking at at least 15 years plus. I haven't watched this movie. And after watching it with you this evening, I don't think I will be revisiting this anytime soon. This was a lot of fun. It was like, fun, but I'm good. The, 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 key, the key to Howard the Duck is essentially... Drugs. Throw away any kind of expectation that you have. Uh, any kind of um, serious... Uh, <laughs> no, let me, let me just take that back. Any kind of uh, expectation that you have uh, for a movie to be good? S- no, not not good because it's it, it it can be good, but like uh, follow all its rules that make a movie whole. This movie does have a lot of kind of you know little pieces missing out of it, things that are kind of ridiculous. Yeah, valid. All all that being said, valid. But I mean, I think I think you can just throw it all out the door in the first couple minutes when you see a naked female duck in a bathtub singing and possibly touching herself. <laughs> yeah. Like right, right there. That was, that was kind of a weird scene. Right, right there, am, everything should just be checked out. I am not a fan of creatures with human characteristics. I find it slightly <laughs> creepy and unsettling. But, I mean, all the Disney movies are this way. They're cartoons. Okay. <laughs> this is a three-dimensional duck that people touch. It's a man and in a suit. It, it is. Or maybe a little person in the suit. How many? Six. Six actors plus the voice. So seven actors played. Seven people make. One of them was a woman. Huh. <laughs> I could I could really tell that Howard got sensitive sometimes. Was that before or after he had he made out with a human? Mm, well, never really see that going on. So to kind of give a uh, an overview of the story of Howard the Duck for those uh, of you who haven't sat through this haven't, gem, haven't seen it. Um, but I mean we're we're gonna we're gonna go through our favorite spots of this movie. Um, but just so uh, the story is clear to you. From IMDb, it says, Howard, a duck the size of a human man, is accidentally brought to Earth through a laser beam in an experiment performed by a Cleveland physicist named Dr. Walter Jennings and his assistant, Phil Blumbert. Uh, That's actually kind of a lie. Phil is not his assistant. Phil's an idiot. Phil is an idiot, played by Tim Robbins, who plays it to the extreme. That's why he's Oscar that's why, winning. That's why. That's how you win the Oscars. You just fucking do it. You, you do, go all you the do way. Howard the Duck and Shawshank and hope for the best. <laughs> Howard ends up in Cleveland where he rescues singer Beverly Switzer, uh, who Leah is Thompson, Leah Thompson. From Back to the Future fame. Mm. From a group of thugs. Beverly and Phil are friends, and when the government is told about Howard, she helps Phil and Dr. Jennings hide Howard from, a, from the authorities until they can get him back home. But then an evil being arrives through the laser beam and takes possession of Dr. Jennings' body, putting Howard, Beverly, and Phil in a fight for their lives. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's essentially the, uh, 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 an easy breakdown of, of the entire movie, including 
kind of an abrupt change of pace when uh, when the alien. Um, you mean the dark overlord? Yeah, the dark overlord <laughs> takes over <laughs> Doctor Jennings's body. Uh, Doctor Jennings, played by Jeffrey Jones. Yeah, a uh, Beetlejuice, uh, mostly Tim Burton fame, but. He's the dad in Beetlejuice. That's probably the most recognizable role. Yeah, I mean, I think that's where I recognize him from. Uh, Ferris Bueller was the principal. Oh yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, he's dude's done a lot. He's of done credit. stuff. He's, he's done a lot of stuff. you know recently not doing much. You know, because of the child pornography that was brought up on his computer and he was arrested for. But he's still a good actor, nevertheless, for his extracurricular activities, which are gross. Well, you know, all the stuff he did before. But, I mean, if you want to keep making movies in this town, maybe you should leave children alone. A true story. Yeah, stop stop looking at... Uh, kitty porn. Kitty porn and shit. You know? That's a no. Yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe you're the monster. I'm just saying. Would he be the dark overlord? No. Just, just, just a terrible monster. Uh, yeah, I mean, this movie isn't bad per se. I think you were enjoying it much, much more than I was. I would say 100%. Hmm. I, <laughs> I, I think I was remembering things in my mind slightly funnier or better than what they were. And then when we watched it, the memory that I had was so much better than the actual There's Yeah, there's a reality. couple of specific things you mentioned that once they happen in the movie, it's like, oh, I remember that being better. Yeah, eh, it happens, yeah. yeah. Kids are stupid. Um... <laughs> I was stupid. <laughs> I mean, in some way, I still am. So it works out. Uh, but, you know, that's kind of how I watch this movie. As if I'm a child. You kind of have to. Yeah. I mean, because it's, it's a talking duck, and it's Leah Thompson, who I still have, you know, like, my, my 12-year-old crush. Now, I asked you once before, did you find Leah Thompson attractive more in this or in Back to the Future 1, when she's in the 50s get-up. And you didn't even kind of wait for me to finish the question. You instantly was like, Howard the Duck. Well, she's, she walks around in her underwear at one point. <laughs> Which I was not ready for. I, yeah. I, just, I was a little taken aback by yeah. that. In essence, this is not a kid's movie, but it's a talking duck. So therefore, kids are going to want to go. And I felt that she... It's, I just wasn't prepared. I don't remember that much yeah, skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that was my issue. I was just like, huh, that's a lot of Leah Thompson like, at, with a duck in bed together and point, she's kissing him. I have always had serious issues with interspecies relations. I think it's weird. It's and kind I don't of a taboo. I agree. Kind of taboo. <laughs> kind of a um, taboo. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like the, the movie's rated PG, but I think this is before they created the PG 13 rating. I don't, couldn't tell you that. Like, there's, there's, there isn't really any real cussing. No, um, I guess the, the violence is all very kind of tame. Duck booby doesn't count as real boobies. So. I guess that's I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, but Titanic told us that you can have a PG thirteen movie and still so show some. Uh... Yes, but Kate Winslet is a classy <laughs> game, so it works out. Uh, true, and this movie is uh, far less classy. Uh, one of the things that um, seemed kind of peculiar is uh, really from the beginning of the movie, everyone has mixed reactions when it comes to seeing Howard, who in the movie is a uh, alien. And now... We did have some discussion. Is he considered an alien or an interdimensional being that's been transported? 
at this point, I think this is what I'm movie, thinking yeah. outside the box because I don't know where to go with what I'm thinking. <laughs> I think by the end of the movie, they explain that he's an alien. Yeah, he's, they they call him an alien. Where he remember it was when he see alien rabies at one point. So, uh, well, yeah, he starts running with it. Um, Everyone doesn't seem shocked to see a three foot talking humanized duck. Not not as shocked as you know your reaction should be. Holy shit! What the fuck? It's it's talking. It's moving. It, it's it's moving. It's walking. Oh my god! Oh it my touched, god! It touched me. Oh my god! Like that's <laughs> that should be most people's reaction. Nope, not in this. Except a handful. Everyone's pretty and accepting you know of a talking duck it, right it, away. It looked like all the '80s juvenile punks and whatnot. They're like, ah, some freak in a costume. While everybody else is like, oh my god, it's a monster. It was weird. I don't. I don't think. Uh, yeah. I, I would probably lose my mind if there was a talking duck. Yeah. But then again, I... Dressed in clothes? I don't know. I read a lot of comics. I probably would accept it pretty quickly, though. Um, that's worth mentioning. Howard the Duck is actually a Marvel comic. Yes. It is a Marvel comics. First seen in Adventures in Fear in 1973. So, the duck been around a while. No, yeah, he's, he's, he's a... I guess established Marvel character. He pops up now and then. It's weird. He's he's, he's he's swinging known, next to Spider Man. You're yeah. like, this is weird. He's known for being very surly. Um, his last, I think, own, uh, the last time he had his own book was in the Marvel Max, which was kind of the adult uh, Marvel books. Oh, fair enough. I know but, uh, he fought some Marvel zombies for a while. True, that happened. So yeah, so so people kind of really have these mixed feelings about him. Nobody takes him kind of seriously as like being an alien. Nobody calls the cops when they see him or maybe, you know, INS or I don't know, like <laughs> who you call when an alien shows up. But uh, like it, it's weird, especially in, in, in one scene where um, after Howard has met Leah Thompson They've spent the night together. They've already chummed up awkwardly fast, and he's already kind of kicked her to the curb. Uh, he finds his way to the bar where she and her band Cherry Bomb plays, <laughs> and uh, she, and Howard confronts uh, her manager, who you find out is slimy and you know like all music, like managers, all music managers in film and yeah. uh, stealing money and whatnot. Well, Howard, for some reason, has a hero complex, you think? Like he, a little bit. He, he never had to save uh, Leah Thompson in the beginning of the movie. He never had to go and stick up for her again and beat up the manager. Save humanity. Never? Well, uh, that one I think he got trapped in. The other two, <laughs> the other two he volunteers himself and puts himself in, in the way of bodily harm for Leah Thompson. Which is weird because, you know... They met like two days ago. Yeah. It, I had a real issue with the, the timing on this. Like, It's, it's tough it, to tell. It, I mean, there's no transitions that let you know that any time has passed. It's just kind of scene to scene to scene. And yeah. it kind of leads you to believe that only like three or four days has passed. And they are like... In love? In love, hanging out, saving the world. Yeah. And that's cool. I... Guess I it mean, was it was a little weird. I, I guess some people are just really comfortable with aliens. True. Yeah. Uh, but it, the the one thing I saw uh, in the movie or in this scene at the bar, which happens again later, is 
uh, I mean, Howard the Duck is like three and a half feet tall, maybe four feet tall. So it's easy to pick him up, toss him around, beat him up. At one point, they're ready to kill him on the bar top. And everybody's just watching. Same in the diner when they're just going to cook him. Yeah. No and one. It's a talking Everybody animal. watches. Now, even if you had a real duck and you pinned it to a bar top, I'm pretty sure people would say some shit. Yeah, it's weird. I... Yeah, I think I it didn't bug me so much in the bar scene as much as it did in the diner, because the diner, like the bar scene, they were all punks and ruffians and street toughs. So you're just kind of yeah. like, oh well, it's likely that they'd want to kill something they don't understand. But like in the diner, there was like families and yeah. wholesome looking people were like, oh, it's different, kill it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it kind of maybe that's how it is in Cleveland where he lands. <laughs> I've never been to Cleveland. I don't know. I'm sure they're a bunch of nice people. But not in this movie, is there not? Yeah. Um, I, just, I, I guess yeah. in the bar, you just assume, like, people are of a lower class. Um, just people who, who would enjoy something, like, really kind of messed up like that. <laughs> you know, they, they pull their attention from Cherry Bomb. And uh, the, the very sad love song that Leah Thompson wrote, apparently overnight, because she missed Howard so much. I, I love how she gets upset in the bar that people aren't paying attention to her. Like, she's upset that the these aren't music lovers. Yeah. She's playing behind a fence. Like, it's that kind of bar <laughs> where, where... bottles get thrown and, and shit. I'm just yeah. like, it's like Roadhouse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, lady, I get it. You want people to pay attention to your new wave pop rock yeah, it's music. Like, it's like a new wave band. But let's be honest, you're playing behind a barbed wire fence. I don't know what kind of crowd you were expecting to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like in the Blues Brothers where they start singing and the bottles are being thrown. And yeah. they don't seem to be phased by it. They know exactly what kind of bar they're in. <laughs> Apparently Leah Thompson did not. <laughs> she feels uh, she deserves more than that despite I, of wherever she is. Fair enough. You know, it happens. Her hair was pretty funny. It uh, crimped. Uh, she said maybe, maybe a little. took her two hours, two to three hours before shooting to do that. Her hair was bigger than her her entire head. Her, that was the 80s. Her, though. Yeah, her hair essentially made her look like a like a troll doll. Yes, with a bow. With a, with a cute little bow or, you know, a little headband or something. It did bring me back to a time when I remember people dressed like this. <laughs> like, that, that was a little bit of a shock. I was just like, wow, this... Yeah, that was the height. At this, that was height and fashion, right yeah, there. Yeah, You're yeah, like, yeah. wow, huh? That happened. Like I, uh, <laughs> we allowed it to. <laughs> I remember back when we did um, New Year's Evil. I was saying like, I can't believe people actually dressed that way. Yeah. But now watching Howard the Duck set in '86, uh, I think it was, um, like that. I remember a little more. Yeah, that like, was yeah, more. That, that we were definitely alive that, with memories and that, shit. That, that, that was time. that was fairly true to form. I mean, something also we should probably mention at this point. Um, this movie is kind of considered one of Hollywood's biggest disasters. You know, produced George Lucas. I mean, yeah. this is... There's actually a lot of people in this movie. This is coming off... You know, this is essentially his coming off of Indiana Jones and Star Wars. Like, this was his next big project that he's been wanting to do since American Graffiti. And... It, you know, it cost $37 million to make. It made 37.9. Ooh, just 
just, that, just barely just made cleared that bar. You know, they made a nine hundred thousand dollar profit, and it's considered one of the worst movies ever made. And I think to myself, other than say the Star Wars franchise, Lucas really never had another hit. Yeah, you know, he tried several times, but no, other than like this and you know the Indiana Jones sagas. And Which even, like know, he only he only produces those right? Yeah, yeah. But still, I mean, they're like, kind of considered his in a they? sense. It was his idea. Spielberg mm. and him collaborated. Okay. I feel that Spielberg is remembered more than Lucas. Yeah. Not on the last one though. The last one, everyone goes right away to blame Lucas. Well, because it's easy to blame Lucas. It at is because like, after he's, you he's saw just the prequels, up so much shit. You see the prequels, and then you see the new indie. You're just kind of like, oh, yeah. But that's you know, it's just a little history on the. That Howard the Duck is wildly considered one of the worst movies ever made. I don't think it's the worst movie ever no, made. No. I have seen clearly a lot more than a worse. But, but like that's that's why when I bought this movie, I own this movie. I owned it before we started this podcast. I do as well own it, but I'll be honest, I've never actually picked up and watched it. Yeah, no, I, think I, I got it like on sale. I watched it last year. I, I probably end up watching this movie at least once a year. But I bought it five bucks in the Walmart bin. I respect that. Yeah. You know, like, I saw it, five bucks, all right, I'll spend five dollars for this movie. I enjoy it that much. So, like we mentioned earlier, the the movie kind of takes this weird turn once uh, Dr. Jennings gets um, possessed. That's probably a good term to use. Taken over? Yeah, his body gets taken over by this uh, alien entity that can only exist inside a human body. Which is weird, because it exists out of the human body at Uh, the end of the the movie. movie. But I think I think the design of him transforming into this creepy creature at the end, like I, I enjoyed the design. It was a slow transformation. Like every time you see him in a new scene, they add a little bit to it. Yeah, I mean, you know, more prosthetics, um, makeup became more darker and severe. His nails, I thought the nails were very impressive. Yeah. For, yeah. You know, the makeup work in 86. They got his head to really look sunk. Yeah. I mean, like they he, really, really kind of look like a skull on top there. I, I like the hair sticking out. Like, he looked like an evil, crazy version of Doc Brown <laughs> mixed with, like, Albert Einstein. You yeah, know, yeah, he, yeah. he had a crazy look to it. But I was really grossed out when his, I'm going to say, tentacle. I think it's the best way I can describe it. His tongue tentacle. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point, and he needs energy, so he like sticks his tongue tentacle out into the, the cigarette lighter yeah, of the car, a, and he gets all some power. Takes it's some just, juice from it. I don't know, man. I've seen a lot of gross things in my life, and this actually really grossed me out tonight. Like I was just like, oh, damn, oh it's drooling. Oh, <laughs> it's ew. all sticky. Oh, For some nasty. reason, it has a claw at the end of it. That's what I always found that to be kind of weird. Yeah, you know, it was just, but you know, he needed the energy. Hey, man, dude's hungry. You know? Like, this This was after the diner where he, you know, explains he doesn't need food anymore. He doesn't need food. But yet, when the waitress takes his eggs, he gets all butter. Yeah. Like, you know, he's just like, she took my eggs. You just said earlier, yeah, you, don't you don't need, need food. food. Why are you giving a shit about a couple of eggs? You know? <laughs> that was funny. And... Yeah, it's just a random line that I always found amusing. Yeah, and then afterwards, I like we just kind of put it together. Wait a minute, why the fuck does he care about eggs? He doesn't eat. <laughs> I I found the nuclear power scene to be kind of weird too. Like he needed to get nuclear energy to fuel his body so he can do his I evil guess, plan. Uh, it felt I unnecessary. Am not 
a nuclear physicist by any means. I don't understand how that True. shit works. True. I'm cool. I don't need to understand it. <laughs> now, I am not as stupid as, say, Denise Richards as a nuclear physicist in a James Bond movie, but I feel I have more knowledge than she does. Yeah. But he just, like, opened the door and walked into the yeah, reactor, and I was like, I don't know if that's how it is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like if someone went into a hospital... And went into the supply closet and just stole all the all the health and it's kinda, all the medicine. It's kind of what it was like. Yeah. And I was watching it like, huh, well, who knew it was that easy yeah. to steal power? Like, he, he walks into this, like, closet. It was the which, size of a closet. Which is all lit up and full of smoke and everything. And, you know, essentially you get the idea he's absorbing energy. Then when they when these uh, scientist guys come back to it, it's just an empty room. Like he stole all the energy. He stole the energy out of the <laughs> nuclear fucking facility. It's not it's not gonna hark on it. Like oh, that's impossible. That's a comic book movie. I mean, who the hell cares? Yeah. But I just thought it was funny. Like it's just like I don't know if that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, granted, it's a movie about a talking duck. That's <laughs> true. Like, you gotta you gotta take it with a grain of salt at this point. You duck jugs in the first five minutes. I mean, I will say what. Throw did the window. really annoy me. This is the one thing that I will say, please, I did not care for in the movie. Mm-hmm. There are so, there are so many duck slash bird puns. Yes, it was the entire, really distracting. The entire movie. You can't go two three minutes without another pun of some kind. Yeah, and like in in the beginning of the movie, right before we saw duck boobs, and he was getting into his apartment. He's drinking the beer. You know, when he sits down, he's got movie posters all around his apartment. <laughs> and it was like a Raiders of the Lost Ark with a duck instead of Harrison Called Ford. Breeders of the Lost Stork. Stuff like that. Like the movie actually has a lot of George Lucas nods. Well that's which apropos. I guess I, I guess it's obvious, but really you don't you don't see as many normally. The no. little kid's got an Empire Strikes Back shirt. Even They're... the chef was wearing a Raiders t-shirt at yeah. one point. You were like, oh, that's weird. But, like, when he gets to Earth, she has movie posters up in her apartment, too. Like, I wonder if you were just looking at me like, oh, I've seen that movie, but my version's slightly different. Which, yeah. Kind of, we started talking, like, do you think he watches Raiders? And he's like, oh, I know how this is going to end. The movie is exactly the same, <laughs> word for ducks. word. The only thing is it's a duck instead of a person, <laughs> which I would really kind of like to see, like, someone make a good short. Like, Indiana, <laughs> Temple, uh, or, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark in the beginning with the... The, the trap with the rolling ball and everything. Just that. I just want to see that whole scene with the duck. You know, the taking the idol and the bag of sand. I, I think that's definitely the scene you want to go for because it is the most iconic out of the Indiana Jones trilogy. Yeah. Notice I said trilogy. Mm. And... But there's something to be said about watching a duck mullerom pull out a duck heart. And that might be kind of cool. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, like, I don't know. It's the idea of him holding up the heart, Kalima. You know, he's a duck, like all dressed up in the Mularam gear. You know, <laughs> Halloween costume. Oh my god, that would be amazing. You come as a duck from another movie, but people are like, what are you? Oh, I'm from Howard the Duck's universe. I'm an actor. It's such a thought out costume. You have to explain it every time. Yeah. Like people at the end of that, you're just like, I'm a duck. I'm Harrison Fowl. Oh man. Nah, I threw it out there. Does it stick? 
I think you shut me down, Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think uh, one thing that this movie is really uh, known for, uh, as we've kind of touched on, is this weird relationship and how quickly Leah Thompson and Howard uh, Bond fall in love. I... It's weird. Like you believe that maybe he fell in love with her in the sense of, "Hey, I'm a dude." She's a chick. I get it. But you feel on her end that she's looking at him like a pet. Like she has some sort of pet love that transforms into like dirty pet love. And you have to <laughs> and then you think to yourself, like, no, you can love your pets, but you can't love, love your, your pets. pets. And there is a scene where they are clearly kissing now i'm not gonna go dirty like they're in the bed making out and getting yeah, all dirty yeah, yeah. i mean it's clearly just they a, do they do i was gonna say a peck on the cheek but that's just <laughs> you know <laughs> two on the nose but like there is a scene where they like you know kiss and it's kind of weird because you're like you're in a bed you're kissing you are in your underwear yeah. he's in his underwear Ooh, and but... she's in her underwear on the first night so apparently i got a feeling uh she... i feel she's had a lot of Ducks in her bed. Visitors, yeah. you know, like she doesn't know the names of every dude she's ever slept with. It was the eighties. It happened. Yeah, you know, things were different. Back Cocaine's then. a hell of a drug. Yeah. Beverly's a slut. There, I said it. <laughs> I said it. I said it. I don't like saying it. I love Leah Thompson. I watch Caroline in the City. It hurts me. It hurts me. Oh. Oh wow. That's good that you are you the balls to admit that on a podcast. Yeah, I throw it out there. Spooky, watch Caroline in the City. Fair enough. So did yeah. my mom. And I wasn't old <laughs> enough to really enjoy. I just, for some reason, really had a thing for Leah Thompson. Hey, it happens. Yeah. You had Leah Thompson. I had Elvira. I can see where there's a completely difference in our upbringing. Oh, I'm not turning down Elvira. Well, as you should. I still <laughs> won't turn down Elvira. <laughs> She's like 150. Still I looks know, great. She still looks amazing. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> like, like she's listening. I, I like to think so. <laughs> she got better things to do with her time. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, I mean, this movie has a lot of missteps in it. But overall, it's kind of enjoyable if you can shut your brain off for ninety minutes yeah, and yeah. kind of go, "Well, it's a movie about a fucking talking duck." Enjoy the silliness of this movie because the movie's silly from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I agree with that wholeheartedly. It is a silly, silly movie. Yeah, um, you know, not for kids, silly, but you know, silly in that eighties way. Kind of maybe, maybe I, I I throw this movie kind of in the same vein as like Short Circuit. Mm. Short Circuit Two. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> when when the goot left, yeah, less less goot, more of the uh, funny Stevens. funny talking guy. Yeah. <laughs> Where you're like, wow, that is the worst and most racially insensitive Indian accent ever. Yeah. Good for you, Fisher <laughs> Stevens, who now has an Oscar for a documentary about people killing dolphins. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Good for him. Good on him. <laughs> um, now, this kind of struck us weird. Uh, when we see, like, the first five minutes, you kind of see the, the duck planet, which is shaped like an egg. Uh, we see a handful of uh, black-feathered ducks. So I did notice that there weren't any, like, multicolored ducks, though. Like, there weren't, like, classes of ducks. It was, like, it was either white, white or black. black. Like, yeah. And there was the weird hair. Like, there wasn't, no, there was like, no. a mallard. 
like you know oh yeah there was like only a one beautiful kind of brown beautiful were, brown there were no like dark. swans yeah like yeah, yeah it was yeah. it was just like a plain just white duck white feathers and black feathers yeah was like I thought it's probably a budget thing I mean I guess to to design all the other ones like I thought maybe there would be because it because simply because of the raider breeders of the lost stork uh. Clearly, maybe, there are storks. Maybe in... there are storks, but then if you take a literal translation of that title, stork is replacing ark. Mm. As you said, this is kind of a silly movie, and to enjoy it, you have to put yourself in a silly state of mind. And what helps you get to a silly state of mind? Alcohol. Beloved sweet alcohol. Nectar from the gods. Uh, or so, Milwaukee. Ah, Milwaukee's <laughs> finest. Close to Cleveland, I guess. <laughs> I guess we're going to go that route. Uh, yeah, I'm I mean, I have a... I love beer, but I'm kind of a beer snob. I, I enjoy uh, darker brews. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of the European. Ah, classy. Classy. I'm a classy kind of... D- person <laughs> know where to go with that <laughs> i am kind of classy in the sense that i won't have a can <laughs> oh yes very classy you know um if it's tap from the rockies <laughs> it's not in my refrigerator that's fair i'm gonna go with you probably need four wow for me i want a real good bus <laughs> All right, so if you have a hard time kind of maybe shutting your brain down. A little bit. Then, then you may go for I'm going to go way the other way. One beer. Fair enough. And But you love this movie in some weird way. Uh, that's true. Uh, aside from my love for Leah Thompson, um, this for some something about this movie feels like uh, a more... Feels like you're coming home. <laughs> it feels like a slightly more matured kids movie to me. And that's all valid. And and there's 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 just something about it that I just like to kind of just goof off. Like I'm I'm a silly guy in general. I like acting goofy. I like being kind of random and whatnot. So like I think this movie maybe just plays towards my personality type a little more. So one beer, just kind of just to help just enjoy one thing with another, and I'm set. I will in, I will say this. I enjoyed watching the movie with you (laughs) i don't believe like i said at the beginning i do not believe that i will sit through this again Mm -hmm. anytime soon but i did have a good time and watching you have a good time (laughs) that's why i think i need the four beers because it's just gonna be a little rough for me to get into it which is kind of weird because there are things that i like out there where they're almost worse than this but I had issues watching this. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. I don't get it. But, you know, I'll just have to work through that on my own. Not, not everything has a, has a real reason. Sometimes you just can't take something. Yeah, it happens. That goes on. Next week we'll have another movie. But if you want to talk with us, you can reach us at movieissues at gmail.com or Facebook slash movieissues where we like to drop things throughout the week to make you laugh. I'll try to anyway. Uh, we put up um, movie posters for upcoming stuff, trailers, uh, you know, any, any kind of like little news blurbs that are happening. Well, we like to drop in the Facebook. Yep, it happens. Yeah. Uh, and you can always uh, 
subscribe to us on iTunes. Make sure you don't miss any movie issues. You never miss a movie with us. Uh, go ahead, rate us there. Drop a comment. You know, let us let us let everyone know. You know how much you're enjoying movie issues. How Enjoy much... the eye turds. <laughs> it's it's running the world, man. Uh, it's, Skynet. It's, that's it, man. Skynet. I, Skynet runs iTunes. Yeah, we we almost didn't have a we didn't almost didn't record this podcast because Skynet didn't like the laptop. Will you be a freedom fighter in Skynet, or do you think you're going to make it that far? I'll probably die early. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb. I'll probably do something dumb. Step on an IED. No, like. Hurt locker it up. <laughs> no, like try try and go out like a champ when I don't need to. Like Vasquez. Like Vasquez. <laughs> I'm going out like Vasquez. I could have lived, but I decided to stay like just a little too long, and I turn around and bam, T1000 fucking just liquid sword right through my fucking brain pan. <laughs> You always were an asshole, Gorman. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, (laughs) I am Leland. I'm Spooky. You guys have a nice week. See you next. See you.